Ladies and gents, welcome to another edition of The League, brought to you by the Rational Rage Network, a.k.a. Double R. This is me, BG, coming out of the 415. Before I start this off, you can find me on Instagram under G4150351. That's G4150351. So, the Niners ended their preseason Getting shut out by the Houston Texans, 17 to nothing. Trey Lance came in, did his thing. He played a couple of snaps. He was nervous, but that offensive line, though, man, they weren't giving him enough time. There were a lot of stupid mistakes made throughout the game. Double digit in penalties. Yeah, you're not going to win that way. You're not. His backups, Nate Sudfeld. Brock Purdy, Sudfeld, first drive that he got, interception. Second time he got the ball. Of course, not surprising, he handed the ball off. Brock Purdy had himself a decent game. He also threw an interception. And he almost, almost got the score. But it was too little, too late. And the Niners ended up losing their preseason finale. They're going to have a couple of weeks off until they make their season opening debut against the Chicago Bears live from Chicago in the legendary Soldier Field. So Chicago, you know, they still got a young quarterback. And after him, they really don't got anything else, though. They're not the Bears that they used to be, but we'll see what happens. So, of course... The main topic of conversation until a move is made is going to continue to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Speaking of Jimmy G, where is this dude? Haven't seen him on the sidelines. Is he back at home? Is he in the Bay? Is he chilling in one of these luxury suites? Where is Jimmy G? Nothing has been heard from him at all. And... You know, here's one thing I didn't like about this whole situation, well, many things, is that a report came out saying that supposedly Jimmy G, quote-unquote, ghosted the team. Here's my thing. When you are off the clock, you're off the clock. I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm off, I'm off. Don't bother me. Don't call me. Don't text me. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me enjoy my life because nowadays you go to work. A majority of your time is spent at work. You go home. You eat. You chill. You sleep. Repeat. 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 Fuck all that. Now, isn't it funny that when a relationship starts to go sour... All of a sudden, these things that weren't issues have become issues. All these imperfections come out. This, this, that, that, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Jimmy G has kept it classy. Yeah, I mean, this dude. Well, the Niners are 31 and 14 when Garoppolo is under center. Five in double-digit losses when he's not. But 
Garoppolo is extremely fragile, which is kind of the motto, the, the vibe of the San Francisco 49ers. Fuck, I mean, they're starting safety. Jimmy Ward again is hurt and he's going to open the season on injured reserve. And, and according to John Lynch, the GM, Jimmy Ward is expected to be out four games. Dude, you know, that's one thing I've always told people. I'm a fan of consistency. If you're one of these talented but fragile players, guess what? If I'm going to give you some money, that contract is going to come with incentives. How many snaps are you going to play per season? This, this, and that. Can you reach those incentives with these extra goals that's going to make that contract more valuable? Because there's also been talks about fucking Nick Bosa getting an extension. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But like I've said so many times, whether it be through here, whether it be on social media posts or whatever, he's talented, but he's extremely fragile. Just like his brother Joey over there with the Chargers. Same thing. And it's, you know, you want these players to be there. Play by play. Yeah, you know, I can understand a substitution so it can give you a breather. But if you can't keep yourself healthy and you start bitching and complaining about how much money you deserve or whatever, man, stay healthy. Stay healthy for more than one fucking season. When I think about the Niners of old, when I think about their defensive line, when I think about Justin Smith, the cowboy, this dude was consistent. Never got hurt. This motherfucker was taking up two to three players at a time, which led to double-digit sack seasons for Alvin Smith, who proved that without Justin Smith, he really wasn't shit. Went to the whack-ass Raiders, didn't do anything. Bunch of legal issues. Fucking Patrick Willis. This dude played with a cast on his hand. Beasted out. Until he finally decided to call it a career. Fucking Navarro Bowman. If it wasn't for that dirty ass player. Play, excuse me. From the bitch ass Seahawks. He would still be playing. But these dudes were consistent. They were never consistently hurt fragile whatever so the Niners man the receiving course should be set you got Debo you got Brandon Ayuk you got Jawan Jennings you know you got all these other dudes you know let's see how many of these guys are kept on the roster and how many of them get cut you know because a lot of these guys are, are playing for their professional careers they're either going to end up on the practice squad or they might end up playing for some other team, which is good. You know, because you want to keep playing. You want to keep doing your thing. And plus, you never know. When you have a lot of these fragile players, hey, they may call you again to come through and fucking lace up your cleats, play some downs, contribute, do your thing. So this season definitely is going to be one of a quarterback. 
what is Trey Lance going to do now that he's the number one? Who's going to be the number two? Because until Garoppolo gets either traded or released, he's still the number two quarterback. Brock Purdy, mystery relevant. What does that mean? He was the last player taken, number 262 overall in this past NFL draft. Niners picked him up out of Iowa State. And I've seen his stats, 81 touchdowns, 32, 33 interceptions. So we'll see what, you know, we'll see what Brock Purdy can do. You know, he's more mobile than Sudfeld. Sudfeld is a veteran, but that first interception he threw, wow, that shit looks so fucking rookie. So rookie. Now the secondary for the Niners, that's always been the biggest area of concern for them. Is a secondary because, you know, some of the time these guys, they blow these plays and they're just simple shit. Like, if you're a corner, and that's one thing I've noticed about this new NFL, do your coaches ever teach you to turn around and look for the ball? Because it's fucking, it's so amateur-ish that when the ball is thrown in the direction of a corner, you see this corner as being targeted, not even look back, but you see the receiver because the receiver's already looking for the ball. He's trying to track the ball. That should be your clue to the corner like, oh, shit, the ball's coming my way. Let me look back and see where it's at so maybe I can track it, get an interception, whatever. Womack, this dude... Rookie drafted out of Toledo, you know he's he's made some uh, you know he's made some very very impressive plays. You know he's doing his thing. You know uh, they're saying that he's going to be penciled in as the starter in the nickelback position. Not bad, and you know. Niners have gone out there in the free agency in years past and they draft, you know, they signed some corners that were just not good. Fuck, Josh Norman. Wow. This dude was not the Carolina Panthers, Josh Norman. This guy was just awful. He was a penalty every time he took the field. And the opposing team knew it. You know, like the last shutdown corner we had, you know, I've said this many times, was Deion Sanders. You know, they, you know, fucking Ahmed Plummer was nice. Nate Clements was not worth the money they gave him. They gave him big money when he became a free agent after playing, I don't know how many seasons in Buffalo. They brought him over and he was just not that dude. So... We'll see. You know, they got a young secondary. You know, you got fucking Mufanga. This dude, uh, you know, many people are comparing him to uh, Troy Palomala. Here's my thing. Why is it that you got to compare a player to always a certain nationality? Why can't you say Mufanga's going to be the next fucking, I don't know, Charles Woodson, the next Earl Thomas? You know, one of these dudes instead of Paul Amalo. You know, like, I'm not saying that's that's not something you should shoot for. 
as far as comparisons because Paulo Malo played at USC, so did Mafanga. Both Polynesian dudes. Fucking Paulo Malo had an outstanding career, a legendary Hall of Fame career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we'll see what Mafanga can do. I mean, he had that big, big play last year in the playoffs against Green Bay. So we'll see what he can do. Now, speaking of that, though, you know, they dropped the uh, the uh, the NFL odds of who's going to win the Super Bowl. And, of course, they had the usuals. They had the fucking Rams. Come on, man. Fucking, you know, like, I'm not trying to sound all salty and shit, but they gave them the NFC Championship. And I'm talking about the fucking Rams. The Super Bowl, same fucking thing. The Chiefs, fuck, man. I honestly hope that fucking, fucking Herbert, you know, quarterback, that young stud from the Chargers can do his thing and overtake the Chiefs. I'm not a fan of the Chiefs, man. I'm not. You know, I'm still, yeah, you know, I'm still salty off that Super Bowl loss we had against the Chiefs. Whose fault was it? Yeah, it was our fault. You know, fucking piss poor, fucking game planning the second half. Shanahan, like I said, PTSD from that bullshit he did as the offensive coordinator for the Falcons in their Super Bowl. You know, the Raiders, I don't know, man. I mean, they got Devontae Adams. I don't know. You know, like, if I were to be a betting man as far as the um, the Niners division goes, yeah, the NFC West, you know, you got the Niners, you got the Rams, you got the Cardinals, you know, fucking, you got those three top-tier squads right there, you know, and the Seahawks are still going to bottom feed, they're not, fucking, they came out and said that they got two number ones, if you got two number ones, that means you don't got one, that means you got two backups, (laughs) so, hey, you never know, if the Niners cut Garoppolo, could I see Garoppolo going to Seattle and doing his thing? You never know. But Seattle, they're not the Seattle of old. They're not that that defensive-minded Seattle. Because, I mean, their fucking star quarterback left. He's now in Denver. So the AFC West, you know, you got Mahomes. You got Herbert. You got Russell Wilson. You know, and... Yeah, you got Derek Carr over there in Las Vegas. You know, so, yeah, the AFC West is going to be exciting and it's going to be tough. And I wouldn't be surprised if Russell Wilson does his thing and the Broncos win the West. Because he's that type of player. He's that type of dude. So, of course, you know, the Niners were not mentioning the um, odds to win the Super Bowl because the quarterback. You got a second-year player. You know, you got Trey Lance. Trey Lance, my dude, please, man, do yourself a favor, bro. Stop fighting nature. You either start getting some kind of hair regrowth program or you just cut that thing off, man, because it's looking kind of fucked up. And that's the reason that dude right there wears that, you know, wears that headband. And there's that, you know, like there's that, excuse me. 
And that's the reason why this guy fucking rocks that baseball cap and the sidelines and shit. Because that hairline is looking fucked up. But hey, dude has the money. He can pull something off. Plus, you're a young dude. And there's not a worse look than when you're a young man and you're losing your hair already. You know, I'm not here talking about like, oh, oh man, I got a full head of hair. Hey, man. Shit, when I was in my 20s, I had a full head of hair. You know, that shit started getting kind of thin later on. And that's just the way it is sometimes, right? But, um, yeah. The, um, the, let me see. There's no reason why he can't succeed because Coach Shanahan is going to put him in a position to make plays. Now, the question is, on that offensive side of the ball, besides the quarterback, is the offensive line. Because you're going to have three brand-new starters. Lakin Tomlinson, you know, he took his talents to the Jets. Alex Mack retired. So now you have brand-new player at center, two brand-new guards, you got your all-pro at left tackle and Trent Williams. You got the often injured, piss-poor pass blocker in Mike McGlinchkey. McGlinchkey's. Dude, you're a, you're a beast when it comes to run blocking, but you can't pass block. Have you ever thought about going to the fucking guard? It might be the move for you. So, of course, you know, like on the receiving side, man, you got Debo, man, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got George Kittle, you got Jawan Jennings, you got these other, these other talented wide receivers that are right there just waiting just in case something happens because, you know, they've, they've proven to be injury prone. Also, Debo, he's injury prone. Kittle, he's injury prone. Ayuk. Was injured a lot. So we'll see how that works out. Fucking Kittle's backup, Rusty Well, he had himself a very nice game. Yeah, we, you know, we couldn't punch it through and get some points, you know. But it's preseason, but there were a lot of players out there on both sides of the ball for the Niners that are playing that were playing for a possible roster spot, whether it be with the Niners, whether it be on their practice squad or with some other team. You just never know because players are going to get hurt. They are. So, you know, they got a couple of weeks to evaluate what they have, make whatever move they're going to make as far as Jimmy Garoppolo goes. And it's going to be interesting to see what develops. So as far as I go, when I'm going to start dropping these gems for you about the Niner gang and about the NFL, it's going to be all news going forward until the season kicks off. You know, my Niners are going to travel all the way to Chicago, whoop that ass, do their thing. You know, as far as the division goes, I mean, the Seahawks, (laughs) you got to whoop them. The fucking Rams. You got to go. But you got to handle business with these dudes. You know, the fucking Cardinals. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, you know, it's going to be tough against the Cardinals. But there's no reason why you can't beat these teams. So with, you know, with Trey Lance. He's a mobile dude. Has a strong arm. 
my thing is, is like, okay, Coach Shannon, are you confident enough that this young dude has a grasp of the system that he can go out there and dissect that playbook you gave him and just boom, 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 boom. And that's one thing. But a lot of people, fuck, I don't know if anybody has noticed this, but Kyle Shanahan, not only is he the head coach, he's also the offensive coordinator, but this dude rarely gives his quarterback the option audible. Come on, Shanahan. That predictability got you fucked up. As the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, that predictability got you fucked up in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Dude, I know you got a big ego, but man, let these dudes do their thing. Because I don't know what York is telling you, man. Is he telling you and John Lynch, hey, the fuck, guys? You know, I, I gave you guys a vote of confidence and... You really haven't produced. Because at the end of the day, if you're not in any type of sport for a championship, you're in the wrong. (laughs) You're not in it for the right reasons. Because the ultimate goal is to win a fucking title. Multiple titles. All right, folks. So it's going to be an interesting couple of days, weeks until September 11th. There's going to be a lot of shit going out there. Fantasy drafts, whatever, people going on social media, fucking jockstrap, sniffing, licking, being PC, just not being honest about what they see. Please do not ever compare Trey Lance to Steve Young. You fucking idiots. Stop with that dumb shit. So for all of you, man, that keep tuning in, checking us out, whether it be Fucking Spiro dropping his science on fucking his review that he just did on Prey. Fucking legendary talking about Olympiacos. And there's some other dope, just variety, random stuff that he drops. Fucking Big Sean, the Dean of GSOC, SVS. This dude's going to be dropping some more science when it comes to wrestling. You know, the choreographed sport in which men and women fucking put their lives and bodies at risk for your entertainment. You know, and hopefully somewhere down the line, man, you know, I might do a solo joint on the woo on hip hop, which has blessed a lot of people with some dope shit. So, folks, man, continue supporting us, whether it be stateside, worldwide through fucking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreewell, Anchor FM, whatever you love, bless, whatever you love, blessing your ears with and feeding your brain. Continue doing that. Fucking hit up the website, www.rationalrage.com. The Rage Bag. RationalRage.mailbag at gmail.com or at the website, voice message, type written, whatever. Keep doing that, man. Keep telling your folks, the ragers out there, we are truly blessed and humble that you continue to support us. And hopefully one day, it'll get to the point in which us three 
can quit these jobs, be financially and physically free. Speaking of physical, stay physically and mentally healthy until the next time, Ragers. This is me, BG, from the 415, IG, G415-0351. Until that, till then, peace.